gonna ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good at social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dip. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the YouTube live sesh. I opened it up to questions on dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction. So you guys can join those live sessions over on YouTube basically every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, for the time being anyway. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every Friday, you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip. Every week, I send out a free article on Fridays. That's actually taking me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist or the We Take 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on friday just check your promotions folder in gmail or your spam folder in outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing so if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now, if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to boldoja.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your scented energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally, wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at boldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at boldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails within 24 to 48 hours afterwards. I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. Uh, it's just it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life came through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching 
the bowl inside is probably the best way to go, which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages. Packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency, based on volume. But basically what bowl inside members get over once off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends based on anything. They need feedback on a situation they're dealing with this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation, want to send me that audio, I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings, which basically means you get fast-tracked that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50-50 about it, well, you get that session. You get your session times prioritized above everyone else. And especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones, it proves to be quite beneficial. So if you are interested in diving into the Bowl Inside packages, then you can just hit me up at bowldojo.com. In the product section, you find all the links there and actually the links to everything I've just spoken about, guided meditation, ebook, all at bowldojo.com. Just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on bowldojo.com, in the Boulderjo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and for all that will in the future. Anthony Kanchesta. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yosha! Moshere. Moshere. Because if that's what you're saying, yeah, I 100% agree. But maybe you're trying to say something else. I'm not sure. Let me know. Infinite goes on to say, needs to be, needs some self-love. Yep. Ski comes in saying, get? Question mark, question mark. A girl is not something you get. You can't own a bloody person. That's red flag numero uno. That is the big kahuna. That is the one that I wanted you guys to nail on. The get. What? Actually, no, no. <laughs> it's like the second big kahuna. There's two, they're simultaneous. There's the journey aspect. And there's the fact that, yes, he's treating her like an object. Uh, they get, yeah, you don't own the girl. It, you, you don't get a girl with a date. You don't get a date with a girl. It's a mutual experience in which that you two come together to find out about each other and to learn. It's not a transaction. It's an experience. Yes, good, good ski. Very good. Louise comes in saying he put the girl on a pedestal. Bang. Because with the with, Louise is the first one to address the attractive part. It doesn't matter whether she's very attractive or not. It's your first date. Like, it's your first date. Like you should not be focused on that at all. It's going to cause uh, tremendous pedestaling issues. Absolutely. I like that you brought that up, Louise. T come in saying focused on the fruits, not the roots. Yeah. But yes, the transaction. It's all with the transaction, all with the external validation. Keith, that's what you guys are coming in with. <clears throat> Kakashi comes in saying, on the journey, you should drop the ego. He still has his. Yes, just not, it's just not what specifically is the issue here. Yeah, I agree with you though. I agree with you. It's just not specifically the issue. 
There's an issue with saying, with a first-timer saying to himself in reflection, sure, I am proud I got on, that I got, that I got a date with a girl that I'm very attracted to. Guys, you seem to be not, not getting this here. I'll give it to you in a sec, but I'll give you one more hint. Is that what he should be focused on? What should he be focused on in his first date? That's what I'm trying to get at here. Like, but you're all getting, like, the, all the other things you guys have said is, are fantastic. You're definitely correct. It's just not the absolute most blindingly obvious one uh, from a 10-year perspective, from a journey perspective. Uh, Ski comes in saying, treating the girl as if she's the diamond in the forest, he'll never be able to find his way back to. Train the girl as if she's the diamond in the forest. Very, yes. Yeah, I see what you're saying here. And that actually gives a little more clarity to what Ivan was saying, actually. As if that this was just such a rare experience that will never, ever happen again. Yeah, that's a, it's a huge mis- Yes. Yes. Again, agree. Agree. Yes. Well said. Uh, Axiel comes in saying that that's his only point of reference he has right now, to be fair. I'm not sure if you're trying to say of, are you trying to bump on what Ivan's saying or are you saying something completely different? Oh, he also said creating an ego. Uh, he, uh, Axel then goes on to say he should have, he should have, he should focus in the moment on the date and have fun. Yes, correct. Not quite specific to what I'm talking about here though, but correct. Ivan then goes in saying the false idea of what a date looks like. Ah, okay. So what Ivan was saying was that he's being proud of the wrong of something that's false. Yes. Okay. Yes, Ivan. Yes, I get. I get. I get. That's more clear. Thank you for that. That he shouldn't be proud of getting on a date with a girl he's very attracted to. That and that that reference itself was such and so wrong, so far off that he shouldn't be proud of that. I think that's what I have. I was trying to say there. So yes, agree with that. Kakashi then goes on saying. He, sh- he should have been focused on having a good time and staying present and not worrying about validation, his pride, or sex. Yes, yes, okay, now, you, now you're getting it. Yes. Uh, Ski coming in saying, yes, that's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Ski. Adi coming in saying, he didn't even think about asking the girl's dad about marriage in 10 years. What? What girl's dad? He didn't even think about asking the girl's dad about I don't know. I don't even know what you're smoking, mate. But that's well. I don't even know what the hell you're saying there. Okay, listen, guys. We're gonna, we'll move on. This is what I'm saying here. Everything you guys have said is on point. You're all you're getting it. None of you are wrong. The number one thing here, because Kakashi got closest. When Kakashi said he should have been focused on having a good time and staying present and not worrying about validation, his pride or sex, you're closest. You're still not on the absolute money. The absolute money in here is one key word that starts with L. Do any of you have it? L, he should have been focused on one thing. It's his first date ever, also from Cold Approach. At the beginning of his journey, regardless of how attractive she is or is not, regardless, yes, he should have been having fun. Yes, he should have been present in the moment. Yes, he should have been devoid of attachment to the person outside of himself, the fruit. The, yes, you're all fucking nailing of all those things. But there is one key criteria for his success. Think about it from a coach's perspective. If he was my client, which he's not, but if he was, 
what is the number one thing I want as a coach for him to focus on in his first experience? L. L. It's a short word. L. Five letters. Five letters. L. I want to as much as possible. I want to as much as possible. Someone please, please drop it in the chat. I can't make it any more obvious. But you think about it, because you guys are saying some high-level shit. You guys are saying some very high-level shit. Like, to, for him to be... <laughs> a D says lemon. <laughs> no. Kakashi says, hmm, don't give it to us, lol. Uh, Kakashi says, let us think, lol. You guys are saying some high-level shit, which, quite frankly, is all correct. He should be focused on being present, having fun. Uh, just being in the moment with the woman and just just being there and just don't worry about the sex. Don't worry about having to get anything from her. Yes, 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 yes. But that's going to take time. And that takes time for all of us to. But there's one thing he will, that will be his North Star and should, it's, it's, all, it's all of our North Stars. The fact that you guys aren't fucking getting it is blowing me away. There is only one L. There is one L that we should all be focused on in all of our interactions. It's a five-letter word. It is the only criteria for success. It is the only thing to this day after thousands and thousands of cold interactions, thousands and thousands of, actually, I shouldn't say thousands and thousands, hundreds and hundreds of day twos. And over the last 10 years, there's only one thing that I focus on in every interaction. There's only one thing that starts with a word that starts with L. How much I want to L about her. How much I want to L about myself. Finally. Finally, some of you got it. uh, Guys, you got to stay with me here. All right. All right. So T says L mayo. No, not L mayonnaise. (laughs) Ivan says, feel like watching Sesame Street. (laughs) Ski comes in. It's got to be learned. I don't know what else. Yes. Thank you, Ski. Thank you. Kakashi says so is the first one. Uh, Exil comes in saying, learn sounds like a good one. Good. Exil, you got silver place. Second place. Kakashi says saying, this was a great learning experience. Good Kakashi coming with that bronze medal. Louise comes in with learn. Good. Johnny Nguyen, development. D-D-G-J. Johnny, development. Yes, is another way of saying learn. Yes. Doesn't start with L though. Uh, Ski comes in saying, if it's not learn, I'll legit jump into the cold right now. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking learn. Johnny Wink goes saying, look, if it's a product, learn. Uh, D saying, hey, Joe got it first. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry, Joe. Sorry, I didn't see you there, Joe. There's so many guys coming in the chat. Joe Elvin got it first saying capitals learn. Didn't see that. And then Axel come in saying, um, I'm failing you, Sensei. I'm losing brain capacity. <laughs> sorry, guys. There's so much shit going in the chat. They pop up quick. Uh, Joe, you, yes. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, you got you got gold. You got gold medal. Yes. Uh, get, learn. Fucking learn. Right. Th- that is the number one thing he should have been focused on. You were all correct on all the other things, right? But when he says, when he says to wrap it up. Sure, I am proud I got a date with a girl I'm very attracted to. He's focused on the wrong thing. 
There's so many red flags. The number one red flag, he's focused on the wrong thing. It's your first bloody date, mate. It's your first fucking date. What did you expect was going to happen? It sh- By all accounts, all of our first dates should be absolute bombs. We all fuck up our first dates. We all make tremendous mistakes. I sure as hell did. I, I sure as hell was an absolute fish on my first date. It's the only way you get to be a dragon. But the only way you get to transition from fish to dragon is by having the learning mentality of going that, let me learn as much as I can. Let me, for this guy, because remember guys, I've got to keep focused on this. We can't just berate him. We have to give the fix. So what should his mentality have been? What should he do in his next day? Forget about transacting. Forget about anything else but this. Your intent for your next 100 day twos. For your next 100 day twos, you must go in thinking one thing. I am here to learn. To learn as much about myself, my own inadequacies, my own flaws, to learn about her, to learn about her, her uh, connection points, learning about feminine beings, learn about the social dynamics and learning about social cues through her. Learn as much as I can. I need nothing. I expect nothing. I will get nothing. If anything comes my way, forget about it. Say she says to me at the end of the day, hey, thank you for so much for such a great time. Adam, text you back. Adam, that was such an amazing, you are the sweetest guy. You are, you are one of the uh, most direct guys I've ever been to, uh, ever been with. You really just, uh, you, show, you showed me something that I didn't know could happen on dates. Uh, Adam, thank you so much. I've never experienced this before. I can go on. These are the types of messages when you fucking nail it, girls will send you. It always comes in a line of gratitude. Forget it. Forget it. We never ride too high on ourselves. We never dive too deep on ourselves. We never, whatever the feedback is, see it for the objective nature of what it is. Do not dive into it in terms of like a goic attachment. Just see the feedback, learn from it. That is the only thing this guy needs to focus on for his next hundred dates. Okay, good. We got it. I fucking love in the chat how all of you are defending Joe right now. (laughs) <laughs> you're all Joe if you're still in this chat it's like it's like Joe's probably left the chat because when he realized that I was giving out got, when I was giving out medals to people and I realized that he was the one who should have got the gold medal and he's like fucking I'm out of here <laughs> he's like where's my fucking medal Adam I, I was first and now all of you are in the chat defending Joe <laughs> I fucking love it I love it for those of the podcast, everyone's just like, hey, but Joe got it first. Exeal, indeed, Joe said it first. Ski, yeah, it was Joe. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, I fucked up. I fucked it. Okay, I royally fucked it. I get it. <laughs> I just like how many of you are just flaming me. Shit, I'll take it though. I, I, I know, I, I agree, I agree. I completely fucked up. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> I'll be better. I'll be better with my medal giving. <laughs> Kakashi then comes in saying, capital R's, lots of laugh faces. Joe comes, the man himself, is actually still in this chat. He didn't get too angry. He actually, he stayed in and he says, man, I'm nothing about my gold medal. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm fucking sorry. Oh, shit. Onigashimasu. Onigashimasu. Oh, man. Uh... Please, please forgive me. Uh, Exeo comes in saying, man, got to give that love. Adi says, unsubscribing. <laughs> Infinite says, ah. 
Yeah, shit. Okay. Adam Adam makes one fucking mistake and all of you decide to just sound the alarm bells. I mean, guys, we're, we're, we're over two hours into this podcast. I make one mistake, all of you fucking chime in. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> all right, shit. Oh, man, I love it. So, okay, let's move on here. Are we done with section four? Are we going on to section five? Let me just, I'm just going back to his message here. Okay, no, no, so this is, no, so this is still section four. That was just flag one of section four. So, remember, so we got through the whole thing. I'm sure I'm proud. I got on a date with a girl I'm attracted to. We are, we're breaking that down. He then goes on to say, but at the same time, I feel so disappointed that I didn't have an alpha frame. I'm not so upset with that because it's his first, it's the first time in this message that he's actually been aware. Yes, there's issues with his attachment to being an alpha. We, we agree that there is an issue with that. We'll get to that later though. It comes up later. More obviously. He then goes on to say, and that I feel that if, he goes on to say, and that had I, he was disappointed that had he been more confident and more flirty like he was in the texts, this would have been a lay. As, as fun as, as, as much fun we just had, now we've been taken back into the depths. Now it's gotten real dark again. And that just completely just changed the vibe of this entire conversation again. Now we don't need to unpack that because we've already unpacked it. We already had the explosion back in the first hour. But when he says, I feel so disappointed that I didn't have an alpha frame. And if I had been more confident and more flirty, like I was in the texting, that this would have been a lay. I'm just speaking to him now, guys. No. No. Had you been more confident? Had you been more alpha and more flirty? That by no means entitles you to sex. That by no means entitles you to transact you on this woman. That by no means is an equation, being more confident, being more alpha, being more flirty, that doesn't equal, there's no equal sign after that, that then comes in as a manifested external product of, oh, oh, now I'll have sex with you. No, no. You're so far off in the perspective. So let's just say, Let's just say you had been more confident and more flirty and more attractive. Do you understand what needs to happen in the bar? In the bar. Because that's what he's saying here. In the bar, in the date, if he had been more confident, more flirty, more attractive as an alpha being, that would have equaled his first lay. Do you understand what needs to happen from going from the bar to going to sex? It's a rhetorical question because no, you don't. Because if you think that just because you put forward your best 50, and let's just say that you did, all right? Because that's what you're saying. Let's say if you put forward your best 50 in the initial, this is the first date in the first hour. Say you did do that. You've got to, no, it's, just, it's almost like, it's almost, what? It's like, what, leave, you could have go, you, 
Where do we begin is what I'm getting stuck on here. Yeah. Where do we begin? Because it's like there's so much that he doesn't know. It's like you've, you haven't had any isolation with her. Your entire interaction has been in a bar, right? Even if, which it didn't happen, you had gone into the isolated area of the bar in which that it was no one else was around and it was just you two just vibing. Even if that was, if that did happen, but it didn't. But let's say that that was a possibility. Okay, so you got to, there's isolation needs to come before that. Why? Because at this stage, it's being cake talk between you two. The first hour of a date is you two just getting the muck out of your system, just getting to know each other. Do we even vibe together? So, but, but in your mind, you somehow think that if you were more confident, alpha, and flirtatious, that would somehow equal, oh, and now she'll be attracted to me and she'll feel connected and in line and alignment with me. This is how far off you are. You can do the very best you can and not connect with a woman. You can be the most confident, alpha, in your mind, alpha, masculine, direct, congruent, authentic as you can be, yet not connect with a woman at all and therefore not connect through to sexual intimacy. This is the majority of dates. The majority of the dates you will go on will be this in which that you do, you attempt to do the best you can, and in the event that you do, that you still don't connect with the person in front of you. Why? Because there's a person in fucking front of you. She's not an algorithm. She's not a mathematical equation. She is a human. And so we don't predicate our journey based on the person outside of ourselves. That's like on a more philosophical level, but just on a tactical level, we don't predicate the rest of this night based on based on just what we're purely doing, and then as long as that's good enough, well, then that means that's going to be this. No. It's like, no. It's like the first time you said the lay thing, that really hurt me, and that made, pretty much brought me to tears because of just the disrespect for yourself and for the woman. This right here just pisses me off. This just pisses me off because of such a lack of thinking of what happens next. Like you, yeah. It's it's as 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 BT Brian Taylor said, it can't be, it can't be possible that someone could be this deluded, that just because you were confident and alpha, at flirty, that that would equal sex for you. What about her? What about her life experiences? What if she, how about this? How about this to make it real for you if it hasn't already stung for you enough? What if she's been sexually abused all her life? What if she has had daddy issues growing up where her father abused her? What if she has come into this experience? What if, because you guys met on the street, yeah? In the day, yeah? And let's say you're, as you said in your interaction, that it was a great interaction, excellent interaction, which I question. But let's say it was, and you did enough to install just a modicum of truth and trust, I should say, within her that, oh, this guy's a bit different. You know, he came up to me like on the street, like, shit, most guys don't do that. Well, fuck, maybe I could, maybe I could trust this guy. 
Even though I've had a life of being sexually and physically abused, my father wasn't there. Let's say that that was the case for this girl. Because you don't know. And so she trusts enough to get on a date with you. And then you show her this piss poor execution. Unpresent. Completely dependent upon the outcome with objectification based mindsets. You walk out. Wait. Wait. No, not even before the walk out. Just in that experience. She trusted you. She trusted you to get out on this day. And through this first hour, you're showing her all of the reasons for why she shouldn't be there. And what every other guy and male in her experience has done to her and reinforced for her. And you're sitting there with this mindset of, yeah, gotta be this alpha fucking male, get the fucking sex. Yeah. Yeah, big. As long as I'm confident, as long as I'm super flirty and super alpha, yeah, then I'll get to fuck this girl. Then I'll get to go have sex with this girl. It's just bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. It's so disrespectful to her. Just in general, but now thinking about a girl that has come in with some hurt, some hurt locker. Guys, put yourself in her position. What if you were a girl that had been sexually abused or raped all your life, maybe father was physically abusive to you, and you you thought that this guy was going to be different because at least in the initial interaction, he showed you something different. He 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 had enough courage to come up on the street, right? And, and you know, and and so so you're coming in thinking like, man, man, maybe this guy, maybe this guy will be different. Maybe I can trust this guy. She sits down with you at the bar and you act the way that this guy acted. Had the mindsets this guy had. And he, don't worry. Don't worry, guys. She can feel all of it. Like, you guys may think, but, but maybe I can, maybe if he, he did have these, you know, these sex-based mindsets, maybe he can kind of suppress them and try and act, you know, better than that. No, no. His actions are a direct result of his conscious and subconscious mind. Whether he knows it or not, he is oozing, exuding those mentalities, right? His body language, his vibe, his eye contact, his vocal projection are all going to be emanating from the place of sex and needing sex from her and getting to sex. And so how does she, how does she, how's she going to feel? How's she going to feel? Just faith. All faith gone. All faith in, the, in, in men gone now. If, that, if, if it's been a girl that's come from these experiences. And guys, you, if you don't have a lot of experience of women... A lot of women have been through some form of sexual abuse, whether it's full-blown rape, whether it was just a guy that pushed it a little too far, guy that gave her the back of the hand. You get to meet enough women and you dive into the experiences with them. Most women have been through something. Even if it's, you know, there's obviously a scale of it. But if I think about the girls that I've been with, I would have to think of the girls that haven't been through some form of, of male abuse. That's what I'm talking about here. Not every girl I've been with has been raped, but every for the most part, most girls I've been with have experienced some pretty traumatic shit to a some level with a guy. So, so when you say this, my friend, 
when you say, I'm disappointed that I didn't have an alpha frame, and if I had been more confident and more flirty, like I was on the texting, this would have been a lay. You're wrong. No, it wouldn't have been. You've been more confident and more flirty, and say that you had been great. Well, then you know what that buys you? That buys you the next step. What is the next step? Isolation to get to know each other better. And then more tests will appear. Then the test of you being able to create comfort, space, trust. That now gets tested. And if you can show a woman in the next stage in isolation, trust, comfortable. I can be with this guy. I can be myself with this guy. I can be real with him. Maybe I would like to entertain a little deeper sexual connection with him psychologically first, in which that I start to open up about my dreams, my fears. That's a psychological acknowledgement of that I'm entering a sexual connection with you. No woman starts to talk about her dreams and her fears in the real sense, not just about like, oh, what do you want to do in five years? No, but like, shit, ever since I was a little girl, I've always wanted to paint. Oh, you know what? What am I most afraid of? Fucking not being able to support my family. When, a, when you get into isolation with a girl and you start asking her these questions about her dreams and her fears, which comes in isolation, which is the next step in, say you had been this confident, flirty alpha, and you're, in, and you're in down there on the river, you're down there in front of the lily pond, you're down there in the most isolated area where no one else is, and you just ask her these questions, and that's now the next stage. Can she let go into that? That's, that's what's coming next. Not straight, straight into the bedroom, straight whipping your cock out. No, there is now, she is now going to look for, can I psychologically trust him? You know, unless there's a, unless she's drunk, unless she's drunk of her tits, unless she's just psychologically messed up and she's a two out of 10 scenario, not your eight out of 10 scenario, right? But most women are going to need ample time hours if not several days with you in different locations different environments to feel like i can psychologically trust him do do you see do you see now how far off you are i hope so so i'm gonna dive into the chat for a second and then we're gonna get the fix i'll make sure we get the fix actually i kind of just gave you the fix though Okay, let me just get dubbed in the chat for all of you guys fucking flaming me on Joe. I'll, I'll make sure I go up. <laughs> okay. So, yes, you all came in and flamed me on Joe. Ski comes in saying, it actually seems like he's beating himself up, beating himself up because, it didn't get, because he didn't get sex. Yeah, yes. Yes, he's definitely doing that as well. Is in self-inflicting pain for the wrong reasons. He doesn't need to beat himself up for that. He needs to beat himself up for his lack of self-awareness and execution, not because he didn't get sex. So yeah, great, great points, Key. He's beating himself up for the wrong reasons. And that's what makes this so twisted. That's why we're doing such a fat session today, because it's so twisted. Because most people can at least be self-aware about the mistakes they made and at least get the mistake correct. But this guy's not even getting the mistakes correct. <laughs> like he's not... The, the mistake he thinks he made is not the mistake that's actually going on. Well, not the most important one anyway. Axiel comes in saying, 
the path to learning is a long road ahead. Yeah. Yeah, th- listen. He's only just left the Tory gate, Axel. He's only just left the gate. Right? Just, just, oh, it might take me too long. It'd, it'd take me fucking too long to find it. But, hold on, I'll see if I can find it here. Here, he's, oh, this is a beautiful one, actually. I'll get this one. This is good. For those of you on YouTube, you can't, well, you can't see this on the podcast, but for those of you that are wondering what I'm saying when I say Tory gate, that, I'm just making sure I say it. He's only just left that. He's only just walked through that gate. Yet, instead of walking forward, he went fucking hard left. So, so far off the journey. So it gives you a visual representation. But the long path that Axel is talking about, he needs to get back on that path. The, if you're off the path, do you guys see what I'm saying here? Is that the, you have to actually know what mistakes you are making to be able to rectify them. So T goes on to say, and that's a long journey for him to get back to, which is why we're doing this. So T coming in here saying, I appreciate this breakdown of such a hard case because it really illuminates the principles in incremental steps and all the assumptions usually taken for granted. Yeah, yeah, for real. Thank you for that feedback, T. And that's what I'm finding as well. It's such an unpacking, such an unpacking. So many core principles. Uh, Kakashi comes in saying, this is like a classroom vibe on how not to fuck up. I love this setup. Yes, sir. Real guy. Roger that in Japanese. Roger that. Okay. Okay, so let's move on. Let's keep let's keep pumping on here. The fix. Yes, yeah, you got the fix. So the fix here, when he says that so how does he how does he focus on so we kind of went to it. It's like here's listen. Ski kind of gave it to you. You got and the other guys have kind of given it to you. The fix right now is that you're focusing on the wrong mistake. But that is the mistake. So let me let me verbalize this correctly. You should not be disappointed that you didn't get sex. You should be disappointed about all of it, but most importantly, that in the interaction itself, you made mistakes. That's where disappointment is allowed. It's fine to be sad, to feel sorrow, uh, to feel terror, to feel uh, to acknowledge that you fucked up and to be disappointed that you fucked up. For my first five day twos where I couldn't even kiss the girl properly and I fucked up every single time and didn't kiss her properly and didn't even kiss the girl, I went home disappointed about that. But not disappointed that I didn't get the sexual validation of having kissed a girl. I was disappointed that I didn't pull the trigger at the right moment and I wasn't present with her. So the fix here is that take a step back and look at what the actual mistake was. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Ski, and... uh, and the rest of you guys who who uh, helped helped to clear that up, that was good. You even gave me some thought structure there that helped, because it's like it's a confusing thing to think about. Or maybe it's just that I'm, we're fucking deep into this and, <laughs> and we've just been gone for a long time. Whatever it is, so I appreciate you guys being switched on. So let's move on here. Oh, and then also yes, that that and that by no means, <laughs> no mean entitles you to your first lay or being a lay. It's just so fucked up that you would think that. So fucked up. He then goes on to say, your advice will be greatly appreciated and I do have some inner game problems. Some, cut that out. You have inner game problems. Cut that out. Inner game. It's not an inner game problem. 
It's guys. The, okay, so there's the next red flag. This is now section five. We're now going into section five. In section five, saying that I do have some inner game problems with moderate to high levels of social anxiety with just everyday interactions. A day game, five days a week, and usually five to ten approaches, so around twenty-five to fifty approaches per week. Okay, that's really important. Last thing I wanted to add, this all boils down to, is cold approach worth it if you don't have your life sorted in terms of lack of confidence, even in day-to-day life, not good friends, social anxiety, normal situations. Last bit of context. I've done 300 plus approaches, absolutely love the journey. I've come such a long way since I started in March 2020, from barely being able to make eye contact to stacking and flirting well in set. My only problem is dating, but I might be going too hard on myself as this is my first day. Oh, interesting. He's literally just, he's literally during the session just giving me some context, further context. Uh, by the way, for those of you on the podcast, the audio didn't break. I was literally just like looking around for someone to explain to me how he could think that he was going too hard on himself. Okay. He came in with some extra context. He said here, like during the session, I've just realized he just posted this. He said, just to clarify something, I didn't do 300 plus approaches during COVID. It was after the lockdown. And it was roughly 200 to 300. This was due to the city being so busy. Some girls would be in a rush to work. Another thing I'd like to add, a lot of the ridiculous things I said was literally due to being clueless. Had I not said that then there would be awkward silence. The first day, it was pretty much an experiment and hella embarrassing, but I'm glad I did it because I needed to learn this to learn. Anyways, I'm going to work. I could only watch part of the video. We'll finish the rest in the Arvo. Okay, so he clarified something that we I was confused about at the beginning or skeptical about at the beginning. He said that he'd done the 300 plus approaches March 2020, which is when COVID really started to begin. So he's saying that it was after lockdown ended. So he's saying that, and let's look, lockdown was two months. So January, February, March, April, May. So April, May, or if you count the month of March, January, January February, March. So March and April, and let's count, it kind of bleeds into May. Things in this country didn't start to get back to normal until roughly, or hard lockdown didn't start to, ended after about it's about two two to three months so january february march april may so let's say somewhere between may to june he started this cold approach journey we're currently at the end of july almost so he's saying in the last two to three months essentially he's done somewhere between two to three hundred approaches i would like to know what he constitutes as an approach though you know what i'm saying so Anyways, it's not, that's just from a coaching perspective. But anyways, we're in section five here, I think. Yes. So my friends.
Where did it begin, though? Okay, here we go. So this is where it begins. Section 5 begins. When he says that I do have some inner game problems, what's the issue with that? Why, why, did I, why did I get caught on that? What's the red flag of that? I do... Okay, it's, I know some of you will say, like, based on everything you've heard in this, X, 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 Y, and Z. Yes, okay, I get that. But more specifically, the actual... The sentence. I have some inner game problems. We know that it's a lot more than some. But what is the problem with the term inner game? There's a huge red flag there. My OGs, I've done an entire podcast on this, actually. You should know it. What's the problem with that? What's the problem with framing your issues as inner game problems? Put that in the chat. That's red flag number one. I'll start. There's some of the other ones a bit small, so I'll, I'll, I'll throw some of it at you as well. Give you time to think about it. And then he actually just asked a question, a legitimate question. So I'll answer that. So actually, we'll pause it there. We'll pause it there. And I'll say that that's that's the major that's the major red flag. Then what's the problem with that? As I'm diving into the chat right now, Infinite Paradox has donated a ten dollar super chat, saying amazing podcast. Hopefully it helps this guy out. I deal with social anxiety, but thank goodness I'm not lost in this red pill mentality. Nailed it. Clarified so many things for me. Appreciate you. Thank you. Anthony Conchester, Conchester, thank you so much, Infinite. That's a huge super chat. And a huge message. So you definitely go, all of that just goes back to uh, supporting this channel. You have these new mics, new preamp, all of this stuff. Just my ability to be able to do this. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate your words actually more than the dollar amount. It's more just that hopefully this brings some awareness for you. And I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that it has. It confirms to me that what I'm doing is helping you to do what you want to do. So thank you, Infinite. Appreciate that. If it then goes on to say, so glad I dropped in today. Dude, I'm so glad you dropped in today. You've been dropping some good shit. You, you brought some good laughter to this. Uh, Exil comes in saying, he started during the COVID lockdowns. Yeah, well, as we now have further context, technically when lockdown ended. But the way he said it to me, he said he started in March, but lockdown began in March. Okay, anyways, back to the actual question, yeah. T comes in saying, a false duality between inner slash outer question mark also idea of in quotes game end quotes equated with self ding and ding you didn't need a question mark on the end of any of those t you nailed him yes sir that's two that's two plums for one that's that's fucking nailing it right there oh i love it when people are switched on And you also gave me a partial erection when you said duality. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. False duality. Yes. It's, it is a false duality. Uh, yes. It's just the use of the word. People use that word wrong and they use it way too flippantly. You know, in the self-help event, people say, yes, the duality. You know, but they're not really using it correctly. This is a true false duality of inner versus outer. Now, for him listening, if he doesn't quite get what T's just said right there, what is the false duality? between the inner and outer that there is in fact an inner or outer there is no separation between your internal mindset and your external actions your external actions are a product 
of your internal mindsets. You cannot simultaneously go out on a date with an extremely attractive girl, be thinking in your mind, how could I be a fucking alpha male who wants to get sex and is going to get sex from this girl tonight? Simultaneously separate from that and then act in the opposite and to be a grounded, humble, direct, congruent, authentic male who is there with empathetic compassion, looking to learn, looking to connect with the woman in front of him. Mutually exclusive. Mutually exclusive. Your mindsets are 100% linked with your actions. There is no separation. That's why there is a false duality in the way of your thinking. And see, this is what, guys, I said this at the beginning. I put the disclaimer in that this guy is not one of my clients. I had to say that at the beginning. And I also said that he can't possibly be deep on my content because of how far gone he is, how messed up he is in his mentalities. This confirms it because the number one reason why my clients come to me and why you guys who follow me follow me is because of this one thing of the false duality. This is something that I have been pumping since the beginning, which is that what separates me from pretty much every other coach in the socializing space, which is that I have from day one, communicated to you all that how you think is how you act. There is no inner game. If you if you go back, it might not be the title of the video, but if you go back, oh, it would take me too fucking long to scroll through on my actual channel. But if you go back to the very first videos in the bowl, you go back to the very first videos, I'll see if I can like sort it by like first, yeah, hold on, date added oldest. Back in my very first like videos, no, no, oh, I don't want this to derail it. Basically, back in my very first videos, just being in the balcony in Melbourne, I used to talk about this right from the beginning, that there is no separation right here, that, that, that your, inner, your inner mindsets, I'm just trying to see these titles right here through these early ones. Oh, it's, it's, it's a point that I used to make, but it might not be the exact video title. Shit, man, it'll take me too long, it'll derail me. But anyways, from the beginning, from the beginning, there is no such thing as in a game. There is no such thing as out of game. They are one in the same. They're one in the same. And the fact that we're in 2020 and this guy thinks that he has inner game problems. No, 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 no. Cut out the inner game problems. You just have problems. It's just, it's a core root it's a core fundamental root that needs to be ripped out. There's, there's nothing else to it. There's no, there's no, your actions are fine. Like the fact that he said that indicates that he thinks his actions are fine. They're not fine. Not fine. None of what you have done in your externals has been acceptable. None of it. None. It's just, it's... It can't be possible. It actually can't be possible that someone would that would say that. So the issue is that he thinks that that he's creating a false duality, as Tia said, to such a delicious degree that there is some separation between his internal mindset and his external actions. Boop, we crush that. The fix, realize that who you are as a person and that your dating life is not separate to your entire life. You are one temple. You are one temple. Your purpose, your physical, your mental, your social development, they are interlinked. They are inextricably linked. They will never be separated from each other. You have a problem in one, you have a problem in the other. If you've got a fucked up physical part of your temple, your social will be affected. If you've got a fucked up mental part of your development, your purpose will be affected. 
if you and at the core of it all, if your purpose is not there, all of them are going to get affected very intensely. It's all a flow. It's all one. It's all. It's all one. Like it's all one. So thank you for that, T. You nailed that. Uh, now to the other part of it that T got in there. Also, the idea of game in quotes equated with self. Yeah, yeah, that's a deep one, T. That's a fucking deep one. So, what's T trying to say there? This guy is marrying his game identity with his own identity. And so there's you've got a paradoxical separation and joining at the same time. He's both separating his game life from normal life. So it's like a separation there, but he's also but there's also a joining. There was a joining that I just but hold on, let me let me let me pause that because then let me just flesh that out. Oh gosh, we kind of just did. That his dating life is not separate from his own from who he is. That's really all he's trying to say there. But but to the idea of but no, the joining to the idea, that's where it was. That the idea that that game itself, the idea of what game would be, that social dynamics, that going out for him. But this is the problem. This is why there's this is a core problem is that he sees it as a game. He sees interacting with women as a game, which is the red pill mentality, which is the PUA mentality, which is the mentality I have, I have pushed away from and fought against my entire career, which is that our interactions with women are not games. There's, whenever I've used, whenever I've said like, how's your game or, 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 or the game of something, it's referring to a much more macro principle of life, like the game of life, not our social dynamic interactions with women, that, that, there is, that there are cogs and that there are levers to be pulled. And when I pull this lever, this result comes out as if it's like some type of an algorithmic game, which is how Red Pill and PUA pushes it as. No, we're human beings. And that, that's the fundamental issue here. Someone somewhere has taught this guy and he's latched on to the idea that my interactions with women are a game, which means that there is a success and the success is in winning. And the winning is winning the game with the woman. And that she's just this algorithmic equation that I've just got to get the right digits and just put them together ever so carefully and then I'll get what I want. That's the fundamental issue here. And that he's, in fact, tied that idea of game in with who he thinks he is to what T said to him. Very good, T. Thank you. Very, very good. It's some deeper shit, for sure. Takes some unpacking. So, to his final question here. We're getting there, guys. We're almost towards the end here. Stay with me. It's been a journey, but we're almost there. He actually asked a legitimate question. He says, 
this all boils down to. Is cold approach worth it if you don't have your life sorted in terms of lack of confidence, even in day-to-day life? Not good friends, social anxiety, normal situations. So I'll just give this one straight to you, my friend. Is cold approach worth it? If you're not confident, if you have social anxiety, if you are nervous, if uh, your uh, day-to-day life is just not there. Well, that's like saying, is it worth going, it's, is it worth going to the gym if you're overweight? pretty short answer yes how else are you going to get confident how else are you going to overcome your anxiety there are many ways but you're going to have to find subway it's like this is the fundamental of what i'm trying to say here is that it's both you need both a sharpening of the blade and a swinging of the blade this guy and for you my friend you need to for, for, for those of you in this live chat you may have heard me say that something pretty common, pretty pretty frequently. It's all well and good to be present in your bedroom. It's all well and good to focus on abundance, and prosperity, and self-love, self-worth in your bedroom. But it doesn't mean shit if you don't go out there and apply and get the raw feedback of how inadequate you are, of where your mistakes are, and to actually get tested on those mentalities you cultivate in your meditations in your bedroom. You may have heard me say that quite frequently, and it's something I'll I'll stick by to the day I die. But because of how extreme this scenario is, and how extreme, how hard case this guy is, some of you might actually be thinking, but maybe this is the one exception to the rule that proves the rule, actually, that maybe this guy shouldn't go out. Because of how messed up his mentalities are, and he psychologically is. Maybe he shouldn't go out. Maybe, Adam, 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 Adam. Maybe this is the one time or the second time in 10 years that I've seen someone that I would genuinely say, you actually, you actually shouldn't even begin. Like, you shouldn't even be doing this. Now, I know I've said that in other scenarios for guys that have been on the journey and they need to stop going out because they're getting too attached to sex, etc., that's not this. We're talking about someone who's at the beginning of their journey. I've, I've never said to someone who's at the beginning of their journey, you shouldn't even be on the journey, the cold approach. So if we take a... What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I'm going to think about it. I need to think about it. When we think about the amassing, the amassing of this fundamental podcast, this fundamental session, we think about everything we've learned about this guy. We think, we think about how far gone off the journey he is, how he's just fallen in a deep, 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 dark ditch off the journey path. Think about how much, how disrespectful he is to women, how disrespectful his mentalities towards women have been, how poor his tactical execution has been at the moment in this first date. How lack, how much lack of self-awareness he has for the mistakes he was making. How he doesn't even know what he doesn't even know. How he's unconsciously incompetent. How his goals, his very goals for why he's in this. That's one thing that we can't count him any slack on. There's one thing to be unconsciously incompetent, to not even know that, you know, the things about qualification, 
about being present, free-flowing in the moment in terms of when they're in the bar. You know, we all start there, okay? Those are mistakes that we all start with. But there's one thing that he must consciously be aware of. He just doesn't know that it's a mistake, which is, but he is conscious of it, which is that he has consciously chosen to make women an object of success and winning desire. We know that for sure. So to his question, is cold approach even worth it? Because he's got such high levels of anxiety, doesn't have great friendships, in his day-to-day life is not well sorted. That's what he's trying to say. Should he even be doing cold approach is the, is the answer. Guys, please drop your answers in the chat. Got a couple of answers here. Got one answer here. Ivan comes in with the first response. Making sure now, because you guys flamed me on Joe. Yes, Ivan was the first. Ivan comes in saying, fix the engine before thinking about racing. Because if you don't, you are not only a danger to yourself, but but to everyone you approach. Engine being the mentality, of course, he says. Mentality. So in my analogy, what Ivan's saying is, and his 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 blade is so far gone. His his blade is so blunt that there's not even an edge. So there's not even any point in even trying to swing it. If you imagine we're at a traditional seppuku, in which that uh, a samurai has been dishonored, and whether it's because in battle or something that he's done has been considered uh, dishonorable. And so he's been asked to commit suicide, but he's been given the honor because he is a samurai uh, to end his own life. And so he's been given a, uh, a small white, a small blade, and it's a ceremony, and he gets to kneel down and insert it into his own stomach. However, that's a very slow and painful death, and that that won't cause death very for a long time. So what happens is that he chooses someone. I can't remember the exact name. It's not a retainer, but he chooses someone who he highly respects, that stands behind him and that will cut his head off. The person that swings that blade. What Ivan is essentially trying to say here is that that blade is so blunt that even when he, if he was attempt to swing it, it would just, it would be brutal. It would just be like smacking the neck. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be a clean cut. You couldn't even get any effective use out of it. It would only be hurting the person swinging the sword. And the guy he's attempting to swing for. So instead of attempting to even swing, he just needs to go back into the workshop and just sharpen. Okay. End back into his mind. Psychological work. Work out his mentalities. That's what Ivan's saying. T comes in with an X saying, with an X answer saying, I think yes, still go out and get experience slash learn about dating in brackets and get coaching end brackets, but put health slash purpose slash service slash joyful life as a bigger priority for now. Hmm, it's good. It's good. So what T's given us is more of a middle way. Ivan went hard to the left. T's given us a middle way in which that he's saying, yes, definitely address the sharpening of the blade, aka psychology, mentality, in fact, go very deep on that to the, to the point of uh, 
of doing a full life circumvention of saying that health, purpose, service, joyful life as a, as a bigger priority. Make that the priority. So make that the number one. But still go out and swing the blade. Still get reference to learn about dating. And also in brackets, get coaching. There's one iteration I'll make to what T's saying there. But uh, that's interesting. Do any of you guys have any more responses before I give mine? Before I give my final remedy? It's interesting that you put there. So what T's kind of saying there in the seppuku visualization is to um, is to maybe not be the uh, maybe not be the guy that's going to swing that blade to finally cut the head off, but to maybe be the guy behind him who's still swinging the blade and still gets to see what the blade's like being swung, still gets to practice, but doesn't actually doesn't actually get the cut. Maybe he's got a wooden block he's cutting on rather than an actual live human being, maybe. Uh, T, sorry, T said that. Ski comes in with an extra response saying, I think he should still progress, especially after watching this video, but if he doesn't notice changes in his behavior and mindsets after numerous dates, it's time for deeper reflection. So Ski is saying, keep up the action, especially after watching this video, but in terms of cold approach, but if he doesn't notice changes in his behavior and his mindsets, if he doesn't notice changes in his behavior and his mindsets, after numerous dates, it's time for deeper reflection. Okay. A similar line, a similar thread of T, similar space of T, kind of somewhere in the middle. Ivan went hard for hardcore left, saying he should essentially not be doing anything. T and Skiev saying, still do something, but be highly aware of what's going on in the mind and base it off of that. As in, uh, course correct based on that is what those two are trying to say. Okay. Exil comes in with another response, with his, with his take, saying, I think if he nudges, I think if he nudges and leaves the path and breaks his own blade, that will be his answer to leave. The will to stay and be strong or be destroyed in battle. Okay, so I think you're saying at the beginning there, if he nudges and leaves the path, as in if you mean like if he turns back and walks back through the gate, so as in give up altogether, just give up altogether, he breaks his own blade, aka he will destroy himself. So I think what you're trying to say there is that it's worse for him to give up entirely to just stop going out entirely because that would be a signification of giving up, turning back and going back through the gates. Going back through the gates. He think it was going to say, well, is that what you're trying to say? Because then you go on to say, that'll be his answer to leave. The will to stay and be strong or be destroyed in battle is the other option. I think that's what you're trying to say. You're, you're being a little cryptical. I think that's what you're trying to say. Or the other option for him is what kind of trying to say is that stay strong, keep going, keep pushing forward. I think that's the gist of what you're trying to say. I know there's 13 of you watching right now, ish, or whatever. So if there's any more of you that would like to drop your, because this is the final pin. This is the final pin. I will. I think it's good though for those of you that have been here this entire session to think about 
what you would do if you're in that situation. Ivan comes in for a little more context saying, not to the point of not doing anything, but focusing on the roots before attempting again. Okay, so Ivan's not going hardcore far left when he said, fix the engine before thinking about racing. So he's not saying don't race at all. He's just saying that. So maybe Ivan's a little closer to T and Ski. T and Ski are in the middle. Maybe T's not, uh, maybe Ivan's not hardcore far left. Maybe back it up a few notches. He's just saying that. Just focus on the roots before attempting again. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you guys a few moments. I'll give myself a moment. Ugh. Give you guys a moment. And I'll give you guys who, I'm, who I think is closest to my recommendation as a professional in this space. And then I'll give you my professional recommendation for him, of course. I just think it's most interesting. To say, uh, especially for those of you that have been in here for a long time, uh, based on what we've known, we've been on a journey, so finish the journey. You know, don't peace out now. Don't peace out now. I'm breathing. You know, just just as I'm giving you guys some time to write, time to write some responses, if in case you are. He said here in that extra context at the end that he does agree that he's clueless and a lot of the stuff he did was ridiculous. But, however, that was after he was watching this session. So you can't give him ups for that. That's not pre-session. That's after having listened to the shit that I had been going on. But I'm glad he can see that now. But that wasn't self-awareness he had before this session. And he's saying that the first day was pretty much an experiment and hella embarrassing. But I'm glad I did it because I needed this to learn. Again, post. That's after he's watched like half of this session. Okay, we've got one more response from Luis saying his, uh, what he thinks he should be doing. Saying, if I was in the same position, I would do my best to fix my relationship with myself first. Whatever the vehicle may be. Okay. I feel like there's more to that sentence. Like, is there more to that or no? Johnny Nguyen comes in saying, personally, work on the basics. Okay. So when I look, uh, and Exil comes in saying, if I was him, I would keep going. I would empathize and understand his experience for I had something similar like that. So let's, let's look at it here. I just want to summarize what you guys are saying here. For the guy listening in, the summary of the guys up in this chat are essentially trying to say this. Psychologically, you messed up and you adjust that first, but still keep going. Cold approach is still worth it. You know, keep, still, keep swinging. Keep going. Johnny then comes in saying, just warm up every day for 30 days, for example, and then build forward again from there. Yeah. Okay. So my friends, and for him listening, I don't, I don't expect him to put much weight into what anonymous strangers are saying in this chat. Although a lot of them are saying very sound things. As anonymous as they are, what they are saying, I don't disagree with. But I want to take it to the next level here. Which is, of course, why you guys are listening. And why he would be listening. He's come to me f- for me, and so I will give him my recommendation. We're going to take this back up to 30,000 feet. I've never seen someone as psychologically, I have once, 
I have only seen one guy in 10 years, 10 years of being on this journey that has been as psychologically injured as you in terms of your mentalities, in terms of your actions, so physiologically as well, in terms of your where you've, where you've come from. Because I don't even know where you've come from. But we're just seeing where you're at. You've given me no context other than that you have some anxiety and that you don't have good friendships. But no one in this life is born with your psychological injury. To think that women are objects of desirable winning, that that you're if that if to treat women in the way that you do as algorithm algorithmic games you don't no one's born with that mentality the vast majority of human beings aren't even installed with that mentality like that software that's not normal software that is software of a very nuanced very niche collection of people in this earth known as the red pill community that is very specific and like if i was going out on the street today and just quiz a hundred people hundred guys and say has anyone in your life ever said that this is acceptable and i just read out and i just read out what you've written said here i just read out to a hundred guys Hundred men, varying ages, varying backgrounds, not being, being being too selective, and I just read them out this one little part. She said she didn't feel the sexual chemistry, and it wasn't there. And looking back, I agree, it literally wasn't. She said we we're too different. Now, granted, she could have been more dominant because she's only twenty. She's twenty nine. I'm only twenty one. But I know if I had played my cards right, this would have been my first lay. And I gave them the context of what have happened in this date. And I just read them that bit. If I played my cards right, I know this would have been my first lay. And then the other bit. If I, if I, I felt disappointed. Because if I, if I didn't have an alpha frame, I, was so, I felt so disappointed that I didn't have an alpha frame. And that if I had been confident and more flirty, that this would have been a lay. If I went out onto the street, what a whistle. Went out onto the street and just went by 100 people, 100 males, and I read them that out. I'm not even sure if I would find one that would say that that's an acceptable mentality. Nah, nah, nah. The only place I would find a human being that would hear that and actually agree actually say, yeah, yeah, nah, nah, I I feel that. If he had been more confident and more alpha, yeah, he would have got the glay. He would have been able to have sex with that woman. Yeah, right on, man. Have a good one, man. See ya. The only place I would find someone like that would be in a Las Vegas nightclub. In In a Las Vegas nightclub under the tutelage of a very specific instructor slash coach who is part of a certain type of community. A very small community, but nonetheless a community. I would, I would, 
I would not be, I, you take me out of there today, I would not find someone that would find that mentality and go, yeah, that's acceptable. Do you see? I'm just painting here. I have been beyond, beyond honest with you in this session. G, I have been beyond honest. I went to the point of having almost an emotional explosion. No, I did. I did explode emotionally. But I held back the actual tears. I felt them. I felt the bags well enough. But I held them. I held them back. In 10 years, I've, not, I've only seen one guy that has been as psychologically injured as you. And he was for very different reasons. He got put in jail because of the way he approached three girls. Not, he wasn't my client at the time. This was something he did before that. And, and certainly something that I can't imagine someone ever instructing him to do. Anyways, so I need to take that into account when I give you my remedy, when I talk about what I think you should do now. You've only just begun. You've only just stepped through the Torrey Gate. You've seen the dirt. You've seen the dirt path. You've seen the valleys and the mountains in front of you. A little old man, crooked little wooden stick, says to you, two questions: Who are you, and why do you wake up in the morning?" Part one. That's what I want you to answer for yourself. It always comes back to that. After this entire session, if this was a coaching session between you and I. And this entire podcast was just you and I one-on-one. The first thing I'd have you do tonight is have a night on your own. Separate from your friends and family. Separate from all distraction. No social media. No food. If you have to, to be able to get that space under the stars or just in your bedroom. Journal. You have two questions to answer for yourself. Number one, who am I? Number two, why do I wake up in the morning? These are the two fundamental questions all human beings in life should have an answer to and should work on every single day, regardless of what your issues are. For you, it's most important. The, the, the further you are gone, the more important those two questions become. So you need to answer those two questions in your mind, okay? In your mind first. When you start to formulate, you start to get ideas about what this might be, journal. Pen and paper or in your Evernote, Probably not Evernote because you probably get too distracted by the phone. So pen and paper, start to write it out. It's okay if it's messy. It should be. We are going to rebuild who you are as a human being. Right now, I do not deem you as an acceptable member of society. And I say that with full confidence. And I say that with all truth. What you've said here is not acceptable. If you are my son, that is not acceptable. It is not acceptable to be going out into interactions with human beings, female beings, and to be treating them as if they are sexual objects that you are trying to win and that that is the number one reason you are here. Not acceptable. Do not come back to me. Do ne- never message me. Do not comment. Do not, like, do not engage with me at all if you cannot accept what I just said, that what you are currently doing is not acceptable.
if you can accept that and you can sit with that in your night in meditation, reflect on your behavior, reflect on this session and see the truth of what I am talking about and accept it all. What's this going to require? Humility. You should fucking cry. You should break down. I almost am right now. I don't think I've ever said it like that to anyone in my life. Why? Because I've never been in this scenario before. Other than one other guy. Which, which is a different scenario. But if, if you were my son, I would not let you interact with female beings until you could look me in the eyes and tell me the mistakes you're making up in here, in your mind, and how they manifested outside of yourself. And how it is not okay. You have to prove to me. You have to prove to me that you have come to the understanding that it's not okay to go on a date with a woman and the primary object to be to have sex with her. And that this is all you're doing. That's the only reason why you're doing it. And that's why you're in the journey. You have to be able to sit there in front of me and convince me that you actually truly have understood that. If you can do that, you could do that for yourself. Because listen, I'm not your father. I'm not your older brother. I'm not even your coach. I'm just some random guy on the internet as far as you're concerned. But please know that I mean that with all my heart. I mean that with all all the truth, all the spirit inside of me. You should not be going out and meeting any woman. The guys in this chat have been way too kind to you. Which is why I I wanted to see where you guys were at. I want to see where you guys are at. And you guys have been real kind to him. Too kind. Too kind. I don't want any woman to experience what the previous woman experienced of you. No woman should be subjected to that. All masculine beings should be held to the standard at a minimum that when they engage a potentially sexual experience with a woman, that they are there to learn and connect. That's it. If sexual progression comes as about because she now trusts you and that she is now attracted to you and that through the learning and through the connection, you found an organic space in which that you two can now come together and form something beautiful, wholesome, rich, true. By all means, progress that. But at a bare minimum, the masculine standard is learn and connect. Nothing else. Why do we go out on a date? To learn. What do we want to learn about if we connect? That's why it's those two things. And of course, you'll learn about yourself. You'll learn about her. You'll learn about life. But primarily, learn about each other. See if we connect. And you're not on your own meditation here. If you can get, come to this, And because I'm not your brother, I'm not your coach, I'm not your father. If you can stand in front of the mirror and look at yourself in the mirror, 
and say, answer all the questions I've given you just in this last five minutes. And you can actually look yourself in the eye and actually acknowledge that your behavior is unacceptable. And that someone like me, who has seen so many different people, been through his own journey, seen so many different guys, varying from zero to 10 on the scale. And I'm telling you, Adam Sandler, you, I'm not even allowed to go out. I shouldn't even go on out until I can look myself in the eye and say that what I did was not acceptable. And that no woman should ever receive that type of execution from a masculine being, ever. And they never will. Because I will never approach an interaction with that mentality again. Never again. I will not allow this to happen again. If you can look yourself in the mirror, and you can hold that, and you can really ingrain that into yourself, then you can go out. The guys in this chat were too kind. You know, the the guys in this chat were midway. They were saying, you know, he still needs to, he needs to have a deep excavation of himself. He really needs to uh, have deep reflection on himself, Ski said. Time for deep reflection. Ski said, thinks he should still progress, especially after watching this video. But if you don't notice any changes in your behavior and mindsets, then, t- then it's time for deeper reflection. T came in saying that, uh, yeah, still go out, get experience, learn about dating, but put your uh, overall life development essentially as a bigger priority for now. It's good. I've been saying that the engine is broken. You know, don't stop driving altogether, but really focus on fixing the engine. It's good. Johnny's saying, personally work on the basics. Just warm up every day for 30 days. So essentially saying, still go out, just work on basics. And then build forward from there, fix that foundation. I disagree with all of you. I disagree with all of you. I agree to the degree that you have given the correct remedy for someone who is maybe a five or a four. But I think you all forgot one thing, which is why I've been saying it throughout this entire podcast. But we, I listen, guys. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm not disappointed. This is why I'm here doing the thing. You've all. All of you forgot one thing in your remedies to him, which is the most important, the woman. You've all said that he should keep going out, but based on the way he acted with this woman and how she would have felt, what she received, you're all telling me that you think it's acceptable for him to go and replicate that before going in and acknowledging that and rectifying that. Come on, guys. I agree with you that your, ta- your, your recommendations for the tactics for him to improve his tactical execution, you're all spot on. He's never going to fix his swing until he swings. I 100% agree with that. But I'm not willing to sacrifice any more women for the sake of his learning based on what this previous woman experienced. There are degrees. There are degrees. When I first began my journey, a lot of women were sacrificed for my poor as shit execution. 
for my Mr. Nice Guy, concerned of what other people thought, high as fuck, Mr. Needy Nice Guy voice, for my indirect bullshit at the beginning, for my lack of everything that she needed as a basketball being. A lot of women were sacrificed for me to learn. But none of them ever received from me that I put them and treated them as a piece of meat, as a piece of fundamental meat in which that I was just trying to get sex out of them. No, I still respected them. The, what I'm saying here is that the entry to this gate, the, your entry ticket, the entry to this gate is respect for the woman. If you don't have respect for the woman, you don't get to enter. You don't get to go on this journey if you don't respect the woman enough to see that she's a human being and that she has her own thoughts, wishes, desires, and own thing on the, her own 50 on the other end of this interaction. I'm not saying you guys weren't thinking of that, but the fact that it didn't come out in your initials here, I'm a little bit disappointed in you guys. A little bit disappointed in you guys. And that's okay. I hope you learn from that. But from someone who's now 10 years in this journey, who, who has seen the, the plethora of guys, I'm willing for a lot of girls, for women to be sacrificed for lessons of all kinds, as long as they are respected. And vice versa. For my girls learning about as well. Girls are going to make the same mistakes as well. Many men are going to have to be sacrificed for the lessons that women need to learn about men. Many men are going to have to be sacrificed for the girls that need to learn about their own self-sabotaging, for their own attachments to and clinginess and for needing that man and 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 for girls that should have been much better for, for these guys, for girls that should have been more empathetic, for girls that should have been there when they weren't, etc., etc. Many men are going to have to be sacrificed for the mistakes that women have to make in order for them to grow from girls to women. However... Those girls should not enter those interactions if they can't even respect him as a man, as a human being. If there's a girl out going out there just treating men like they're, like they're meat, like they're not human beings. This is not a man versus woman thing. This is a fundamental human principle that we all must respect. That when we engage with other people, that they are people. They're not, they're not these objects. Okay? Okay, so I love you all. I love you all to the depths of my heart. The fact that you were willing to give me your raw, honest uh, ideas and feelings and that you've been present, you've been here with me. I, I, you have so much of my respect for that and so much of my love for that. It's more than most will. But please never forget the entry point of this journey. Respect. So, if he can have that conversation with himself in the mirror and can then journal it out and can then come to the point of, okay, I see my mistakes. I see my flaws. I now need to completely, I need you to walk back. You need to, you need to agree to yourself that I need to turn around and walk back through the gates. As in restart, restart the journey. You've done 200, 300 approaches. You're still at the beginning, right? But you were in a ditch off to the left. Like you, you, got, you got 10 meters down the dirt path through the gates. You fell off and you fell hard, real hot, deep, 
kilometers deep like I was talking about. And you need you to climb back up. And you know what's really amazing though? Is that that sounds like a death sentence. That sounds like, but Adam, how could someone climb back up when they're kilometers deep? That's what this fucking podcast is. This podcast has been your rope. This podcast is your rope ladder. I saw you down there. When I saw this message, I was like, do I even want to go into this? I have been in serious meditation last night and this morning getting ready for this session. I have not done the normal things that I do before podcasts for this session. I had to go and find a, a light of joy, a ray of light known as Brian Taylor, BT Taylor, who did some of the funniest AFL commentary on This Can't Be, which I played earlier in this session. I had to go and find that because I felt genuine pain inside my body reading your story. And even so, we've gone down into this anyway. And this has been the unfolding of the rope ladder. This is your rope ladder back up, which is why I've been so focused on giving you the steps to come back. We went to the darkness with you. We went down there. You, got, you, got, you brought something out of me that I have not experienced in any podcast ever. Genuine anger. Genuine blood boiling anger in which that I, I, if, if there was a, if we had a boxing bag in here, you would have seen me just teeing off. Teeing off. Right? Well done. Congratulations. Omerito gozaimasu. But I made sure that there was the fix there still. It was not just a beratement. You have the steps to come back up. And so climb yourself back up. Take the rope. Take the ladder, please. And walk back through the gates. Which means to acknowledge, I have completely fucked up. My mind is so far off. Actions, so far off. And that's why I wanted to do this in a live chat. Some of you might think that maybe this was kind of worthy of a, of a BDP, of a Boulder Joe Podcast solo session. But now can you guys see why I wanted the live feedback so much? Because he might not, he, he might just get angry at me and just think, well, that's just one guy. That's just one guy's thoughts. One guy, guy's been, despite the fact that he's had thousands and thousands of interactions, 10,000 now. Uh, met thousands of people, interacted with hundreds of different clients and across the last 10 years. But forget all that, all of Adam's experience. Adam's just one guy. But I have been getting feedback from random anonymous strangers who have all been saying the same thing. You can't deny it. It's undeniable. So please don't deny it and walk back through the gates, which is to acknowledge I need to restart. I need to restart. Start from start, start at the beginning. And the beginning was very much, as I said before, like in terms of your life purpose, why you wake up in the morning, who you think you are. That's definitely the very, very beginning. But that's more of a metaphysical beginning. The beginning now physically, come down from the metaphysical to the physical of your journey now, is the agreeance of the respect. And that little man is going to ask you about that. Can you now respect women? If you can agree to that, you can take your first step. What's the first step? You can go out and cold approach. You can go out and cold approach. However, LNC. LNC, learn and connect is all you should be focusing on. 
You've got some ridiculous amount of tactics to work on just from the very beginning of this podcast in terms of the texting. So you've got a lot of learns about texting. Okay. I like the fact that you're even just taking action. I like the fact that you're doing more than the average butthurt incel who's just, fuck it, I'm not even going to do anything because life's against me. You know, and fuck it, just give up on life. I love that you haven't given up on life entirely. So I'd like to go out, approach, right? But approach with intent to learn. Learn about your own inadequacies, your own flaws. Not to receive, to get, to transact. That's where you're at. So you need to realign your intent. It's a, it's a fundamental, uh, egregious affront of what intent should be. Yeah, your intent's so far off. You need a new intent, right? Learn and connect. And for you... I wouldn't be so much focused on the connect part right now. I don't care about you getting on dates right now. I don't really care about that. I care about you just going out and learning about yourself, learning about different human beings and just keep amassing that experience. And yeah, it sounds like you're going to be able to get out on a date or two. So what happens when that happens? For your, whenever, whenever your next date comes, your intent should only be learn about yourself in relation to her, her about you in relation to you, and if we connect together, then the connect will become more of a focus. Connect. Connect. Not get, but connect which means get out of your own way. Stop thinking about having to do things to her, having to say things to her. Just be with her. Sit there and breathe. Read the girl in front of you, is what I'm saying. Forget about, forget about sexual progression in your next 50 dates. I'm not even concerned. You know, for those of you who have watched A Full Guide to Day 2s, Full Guide to Day 3s, and The Secret to Amazing Dates, you would all know one thing. When do we kiss the girl? Oh, first date. Always, without a doubt, cement the masculine to feminine polarity. Is that my advice to this guy, though? No. This is a very rare exception. I don't want you kissing no girls for the first 50 dates. I mean that. I know that sounds like an exaggeration. It's not. This is a rare case. This is a rare example. For his first 50. 50. So let's break that down in real mathematical terms. Like realistically, what does that look like? Let's say if he can go out, if he's gone out on one to two day twos, day twos a week, one to two days a week. So the next 25 weeks, what's that? Half a year, six months. Over the next six months, if he went out on one to two days a week, day twos a week, so in the next six months, 50 attempts to recorrect all of the egregious mistakes he's made. I don't want him focused on trying to kiss any of these girls. I don't want him focused on sexual tension, the idea of, of trying to section. Why? Because it's too dangerous. Because... Think about how deep, how deeply entrenched 
his attachment to sexual validation is. If I have him going out there and I say to him, that would be one of the worst mistakes as a coach as I could say, is that, oh yeah, by the way, still there's this thing that I say to all people, which is make sure we always kiss a girl in the first day too, just to make sure things aren't too friendly, cement the masculine to feminine polarity. If I was to say that to him, I may as well just stop being a coach. Like that, that would be the biggest mistake I could make, at least for the next six months. He needs to learn to get in front of a woman, see her for who she is, as Johnny Nguyen said at the beginning of this conversation. Acknowledge her as a person, not a fleshlight, as Johnny said. I need, I need this guy to have six, six hardcore months of that. Now, it could be faster. Right? I'm, that's, that's based on math, the maths of going out on one to two day twos, two day twos a week for across six months. You know, if you're in a major metropolitan city and you're going out every single day and also at night if you are and you're meeting, you could be, uh, I always say to my clients, if you're going out at least five days of the week and you're going out every single day and at night as well, you could be going on anywhere between three to five day twos a week. Like That's reasonable. And remember, day twos, his day twos should be to ski when ski said the first mistake he made was going out to a bar. Yeah, this guy should not be going out to bars on his first dates, especially now. His first dates should be coffee slash tea in a park or garden. That's it. I'm not worried about him trying to progress to the kiss. I'm saying don't even, don't even, don't even. Just learn to sit there and breathe, be in front of her, be present. Bring masculine present energy, which means that you're going to still qualify Still going to be flirtatious, still going to be challenging, still going to be having tons of fun. Learn to have fun though. Learn to to do true qualification, which is present, which is to literally see the person in front of you and to then feel something about her. I feel that you're just this type of girl. Give me this kind of vibe. Is this the case? Is that the case? Tell me about that. AKA, thread, let her create. You loop the thread, let her create with it. Learn what it means to be in front of a woman and just breathe and be present, right? Because even then, if you were to say, okay, well then when can I start focusing on adding sexual tension? Never. Never should you be in an interaction saying to yourself, now I am going to turn up the sexual tension. Now I am going to start attraction. The very moment you do that, you lose it, right? Being... I've already given you in what I just said how to increase sexual tension. Present masculine qualification. True, true in that moment with her. That is all the sexual tension that will ever be needed. Because what I said before, because that's going to be flirtatious, it's going to be challenging, it's going to be fun. You're going to be reading the person in front of you, which means it's going to be relatable and true for them. Real for them. Because they know that you're not in your mind. You're not dragging out lines. You're just there. That's where sexual tension is born. That's where true fire is ignited. You will never ignite a true flame from something that you came up in here. You know, for the guys that think, who think like, oh yeah, I had this pickup line once and that seemed to work. No, what happened was that somewhere along the way, past your point of the pickup line, you actually remained present. Then she felt something then. That's all that happened. So, so bringing it back, we're getting deep tactics. So, Learn the fundamental cause of masculine to feminine relationships, masculine to feminine polarity. And if you can do that for six months, and you feel like you got that after six months, 
then physical sexual progression, I would say that would be a thing. But you would need to, I would need to, uh, you need to, you would need to reflect on the past six months and you just need to course correct on that. We need to look at it, see what happened, see if you were able to achieve that. If not, but let's say you did. Okay. Then progressing to kissing the girl in isolation. Because guys, when, oh, I already gave you the answer. Fuck. <laughs> because when do we kiss the girl? In isolation. What am I essentially telling this guy not to do? Go into isolation. Well, at least not physically progress into isolation. By the way, if he's wondering, or any of you are wondering, why do we need to go into isolation? Why is that point two of a date? So that our part two criteria of a date, learn and connect. It's very hard to connect when we have a high noise-to-signal ratio, aka lots of other energy, lots of other people. It's very hard to get to know someone in that space. Very hard to connect with someone in that space. So that's why isolation, for those that were wondering, if he's wondering. But he's not, he shouldn't be worried about that right now. This is a very, very special case. And you guys should not be interpreting what I'm saying for you. This is a very specific thing. And then, and so the journey would then continue. If he was able to nail 10, 15 dates after that, of being able to nail the timing of the kiss, progress as in being present, reading her energy, knowing she's comfortable, acting upon it, okay? Then progressing back to your place and her place would then be privy. That would be the next stage of learning. But then not doing anything at his or her place, not sex, just learning to sit on the couch of a woman, be down on a rug of a woman, and just breathe with her. Would need another 10, 15 dates of that, just getting used to that. Then then the process, and then because, because we're not taking into account all the issues that come along the way. We're taking best case scenario that there are no issues. But then learning to transition her into a psychological sexual state of no mind, let go of herself which then comes through what I refer to as the infinite cloud state, letting go of herself, getting girls used to that, getting used to girls just letting go of who they think they are, him doing that. Then jelly state, physiological letting go, him getting him used to that, getting used to going from a girl's literal eyelashes down to her toenails of physically allowing her to let go of herself. That would be the next stage. And then final sexual connection, sexual intimacy would be the would be it. That's that's a good year and a half away though, if you think about this guy. That's a that's a that's a good that's a good that's a good year and a half away. All right. That's that is the best case scenario. That is what I if I could design someone's journey based on this guy, that's the journey I would give him. Because some of you guys might think. But Adam, surely, like, that's probably going to be several hundred day twos in the next year and a half. Surely there's going to be an opportunity within there in which that a girl might just, you know, just give him a pass, you know, just kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. And just, as you said before, kind of like, as you said at the beginning of your journey, girls, they kind of just put up with all your bullshit and allowed you to go the whole play full way. Uh, anyway. I would actively recommend this guy not allow that to happen. For my other guys in this chat, 
And for me, yeah, girls are way more forgiving than you think they are. You can make a lot of mistakes with girls. And if they can sense your true genuine intent, that you're just trying to be a good guy, and even though you've really been an absolute Mr. Nice Guy, or you've been a little too a little too pushy here or whatever, a lot of girls, just as the genuine fact that they sense you're trying to be a good guy, they'll give you a pass, all right? Hoping that you'll learn in time. For this guy, even if you're sensing a girl's giving you that pass, don't take it. Don't take it. Why? Because it's too much of a temptation. It's too tempting. Your ego will get attached to it, and all the good work that you've been doing will get unraveled. I don't, I don't, I, I want, I want to be so cautious with you. I want you to protect yourself from you so much that if you were given an easy pass in which that, you know, you hadn't had a great date, you know, you hadn't been doing the best, but the girl seems to be kind of saying to you, Hey, do you want to go back to my place? Or, you know, and even if you're back and back, back at her place and she's like trying to get you to uh, sexually progress on her, Hey, please, please say to her, listen, I, I need some time. Like I just, let's slow down. Let's just slow down. For him, based on where he's at, he's a virgin, he's 21, he's got these fucked up mentalities, these red pill mentalities, oh, I need a good year and a half. If he's one of my clients, I need a year and a half of day in and day out work, day in and day out work before we start to entertain the idea of actual sexual penetration. That's the best case scenario for me. Am I telling him to do this, by the way? No. Do I even believe he's going to take this on earnestly? No. No, I don't. I don't believe that he will actually go through a near four-hour podcast of such raw animalistic truth and, and actually do it. I don't believe it, but I hope he will. That's the two parts here. What do you mean you don't believe, Adam? I don't believe because I know these types of guys. I've seen a lot of them. I've met a lot of them in clubs. I've seen a lot of them post out on the forums. Uh, I've seen articles written about these guys that have this type of mentality. I was just reading an article the other day uh, in preparation for this um, podcast about what red pill actually means. And I saw articles written up and with examples of guys and the type of shit red pill guys say. And, uh, and so that's where my, when I say I don't believe, because my logical mind goes, how could someone, how could someone this fucked up mentally, psychologically about women and dating, how could they go through and go through the journey that I just mentioned? How could they subject themselves to a year and a half process of just learning about such a painstakingly slow process of learning to rewire his fundamental social dynamics between masculine and feminine beings? How could someone who's so far gone, as you said before, Adam, thousands of kilometers off the path down, entertain that process now? It's like, it's unfathomable. You couldn't fathom that. It's, just, it's like asking someone who's 600 pounds overweight to all of a sudden now say, okay, paleo. Okay, now, nothing but organic meat from the earth, vegetables and fruits and nuts and seeds from the earth. That's all you get to eat now. No processed food, no processed drinks. That's it. Done. Never again for the rest of your life. No more processed food. It's unfathomable. That's 600, someone who's 600 uh, pounds overweight could do that. So that's what the believe, like it's really hard to believe that someone could actually do this, what I'm recommending. Not, like let alone the night on your own. Most guys won't even do the night on your own in which that they actually go in 
and talk to themselves about how inadequate they are and actually acknowledge their issues, let alone go and work on those issues, right? So it's very hard to believe. And to be honest, I don't believe. But I do hope. I do hope. That's the difference between heart and mind. My mind logically doesn't believe, but my heart has all the hope and all the faith that he will. I think that's where the separation is. Not separation, just the the uh, the other the other side of it is that I have all the belief that he will do it. I have all the faith that he will sit through a four, near four hour podcast, go through all the shit I just talked about in terms of the tactical remedies and the year and a half plan I've laid out for him. I have all the belief that he will do it. That's all the belief, all the faith, and all the hope that he will. No belief, <laughs> no belief. But all the faith that he will. It's like it's all the hope. My heart beats so strongly that he will actually change himself. That I want it so bad for himself to actually get out there and do it. And it's like, even though I know logically he probably won't, everything in my heart wants him to. Everything in my heart has faith that one day, one day that he could, that the possibility is there. That even when BT Taylor says it can't be possible. <laughs> I know that, like, that, but surely there is. Surely it is that there is a shred, a fiber in his being that would go through this. He might be the one in a million that would actually go back and actually say, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm actually going to do what Adam has laid out for me here. And I know it's going to be so painful. It's going to be such a slow process. And it's going to take more of me than anything in my life has ever required. It'll be the hardest thing you ever undertake. Make no mistake. But there's some part... No, no, it's all of me. It's not just some part of me. All of me has faith that that's possible. Most people would have given up on this guy a long time ago. Most most coaches wouldn't work for someone like this, except to take his money. Like they they would lie to him. Most coach, a lot of coaches would lie to him and say that his mentalities are okay. Like, well, not that, not okay. A lot of coaches would say, "Listen, there's some mistakes. You're a little too dependent on the sex, and you're probably wanting the sex a little too much." But 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 actually, if you keep paying me five ninety nine a month, we can keep keep having you going out. And we'll keep trying to just try to get some lays under your belt and, you know, we'll try to go on some, some dates and, right? You know, they'll, they'll pat him on the hand and go, right? Yeah, keep paying the money. That's what a lot of guys would do. Uh, but, but, genuinely, in the back of their minds, in the back of their hearts, they'll be going, this guy's never going to change. This guy's never going to be able to do it. This guy having a sexual intimate experience that's true and wholesome with a woman? Nah, it's not going to happen. But don't tell him that because then they won't keep paying me. So just take the take the Colonel Sanders time mentality. Not me. Not me. I would much rather spend four hours of my day telling this guy how that's not possible. Right? How it's not possible if you continue the way that you are to ever achieve what you want to achieve. 
you need a complete full circumvention, a complete implosion, then re-implosion. You need, you need the birth of a star. We need the birth of a star. We need the gastrochemical equation in which that the hydrogen and iron bonds and, and, and the sulfur and, and whatever fucking gas and the methane needs to happen up in the sky for a star to be born, to give inception to life for you to change and for you to achieve what I want for you to achieve. That is the task I am asking you to undertake. But if it's possible for there to be stars in the sky, it is possible for you to change who you are. I fucking believe it. I fully believe it. I have seen people that have been close, not to your extent, but have been close to your level of far gone by and that have changed who they are. I have worked with guys that have in real one dayers, in real two-day boot camps, flown across across the world, been there with a guy that for the life of him could not convey true masculine intent. 50, 50, his balls hot, his stupid hot. We're in fucking Union Square, New York, and this guy, for the life of him, cannot convey a masculine intent to any woman. 50 women go by across a day and cannot convey to them that he has masculine energy. They all see him as puppy dogs, Mr. Nice Guys. Oh, dude, I'm such a nice guy, such a pingu. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Right? That's the vibe he's been getting all day. Then finally, in the dying hours, it's like 7 p.m. And I'm saying, we're not fucking going home until one woman receives you as a masculine being. He approaches that girl. It's sloppy. It's messy. But I see the light in her eyes and she lights up because for the first time in his life, he conveys masculine energy and lets her know that I'm a man, you're a woman, and I'm here to see if we connect together. And that, and that for the first time in his life, probably, but today for sure, across 50 different interactions, a woman finally receives some modicum of masculine energy. I've seen that in one day. One day. If that guy can do that, if I had a bootcamp client that I had to make an entire video about called Why She Doesn't See You as a Sexual Potential, in which that on bootcamp in Melbourne, he literally pissed off a woman to the point where she got angry in infield filming at how he was wasting her time because he wasn't conveying masculine energy. I made an entire video on it. It's one of my favorite bootcamp recaps. I think it might still be on the channel. I think it's one of the very few that when I said the end of day game, did that whole video and I took down all my infield. I think I kept what this one. Let me see. Why she doesn't see you as a sexual potential, the bowl. Yes, it is still there. It is still fucking there. And I can play this content on the content because it's my content. <laughs> Not the ads. Don't play the ads. <laughs> Don't play the ads. <laughs> but I can't play this on my phone because this is my content. So YouTube can't fuck me over for playing my own content. Know why you're there. This Especially is. Especially in the first five, ten seconds. If, you, if a girl doesn't know why you're there. Sorry, guys. I pressed the lock. Why do you even bother to walk up at all? If you aren't willing to throw down with a girl and tell her, hey, I'm a man. You're a woman, and we're going to see what's up here. Let's have this dance between the masculine and feminine polarity. Let's have this dance together, and let's see if there's a little something 
little something that we like to call chemistry, huh? <laughs> so what that guy is saying right there is Hold up. <clears throat> Don't spend your life making excuses to yourself. You're the one who decides how to live your life. You can go watch that video. I can't believe it's still there. I thought I took it down. But it must have been the one of the few. I kept like two or three bootcamp recaps. Anyways, why I mentioned that. If the guy in that video that I had to make an entire video about because he was pissing off women that he had no sexual intent, no masculine energy at all, and they were, getting, they were verbally telling him this, if a year later he came back on Advanced Social Dynamics Bootcamp, a changed man, and was now running instant dates that I was using as resource for coaching other clients now. He had changed so much. His instant dates looked like replications of mine in which that pure, pure masculine intent, women absolutely just happy, happy, joyous to be in his presence because he's being direct, congruent, authentic with them. If I can have a guy, see a guy go from the far left of being just an absolute sorry state of what a male is in this life to having women now love and enjoy his presence. It took him a year. When that journey was about a year. You can do it. You can do it. I've seen, I've seen rare examples of people as far gone as you get over, build that bridge. So while I don't think you will do it, I really hope you will. It's like, I don't think you will. Not because I know him, just because that, you guys would think, oh, does Adam know this guy? No, because I have no evidence that shows me that you would. I've, it's, it's so rare to see someone who's so far gone to make that transition. But I've been very lucky in this life to have uh, guided a couple of them and to have seen a few that haven't been under my guidance. But just guys I knew in the journey. Uh, that have made that transition, that have gone from absolute hard cases to being respectable men. It's very rare. It's so rare. But I know it's possible. And it gets me really excited. It gets me so excited. And if let me let me say this. If you ever do make it, if you ever if you do like prove me wrong, prove my logical mind wrong, but prove my heart right, and you do it, I hope you become a coach. Because you would be one of the best. You probably don't understand what that means. And I'm not even going to explain it. You come back to this in a year's time and maybe that might make sense. Come back, to, sorry, come back in 10 years time and that might make sense. Definitely not a year, 10 years time. It's going to be a 10 year journey though, for sure. But if I was a lost 17 year old and you came out of what you're in right now and 10 years later, yeah, you're the type of person I probably want to learn from. Yeah, that's that's cool. What does that speak to, my friends? Your greatest difficulty in life will be your greatest service to others. Okay. So, 
Guys, we're almost wrapping on, coming up on four hours here. I'm just going to address you in the chat. I know we haven't done open Q&A, but this is not the time for it. This is not the time for it. So I'm going to just address some of you in the chat and we're going to wrap it up. This has been the first, by the time we get done by addressing some of you guys in the chat, this will have been the very first four-hour podcast. Okay. We're in new territory here. So let me go back up the chat here. By the way, guys, uh, as we're wrapping up here, you can drop some feedback in the chat, drop some thumbs up. I'm just gonna, I see you guys have dropped some things. I'm just going to sound out and we'll get it. So I'm going to get back in the chat here. I've, drawn, I've gone back up to the chat when I started that rant on respecting women and how I thought you guys were a little bit off of it. So T comes in saying, whoa, with a little emoji that just has two eyes but no face and says, amen. Infinite, and that was when I think I started getting really passionate, like really just going hardcore on how you got to respect women and how you should not be going out if you can't. Infinite Paradox comes in with the capitals saying, boom. Andy Powell comes up in here. Haven't seen Andy in ages. Yokozo, Andy. Uh, he says, ah, yes, empathize with a woman's experience to your masculine behavior and energy indeed. Axeal then comes in saying, the more you say this, Sensei, it sounds like more of a problem with people than just women. Yeah. Yeah. Human principles. Human principles. Kakashi comes in saying, I've learned so much today with a mountain emoji. Yes. Holy crap. He says, holy crap. Ski comes in saying, damn truth right here with the blown, blown mind emoji. Thank you, Ski. Axial comes in saying, will one day his drill pierce the heavens? Pierce the heavens, sorry. Will one day his drill pierce the heavens? Remains to be seen. Ski comes in saying, a birth of a star. Ha ha, shit. <laughs> that was probably the best analogy though. I've never said that analogy, but it's, of course, because we've never had a scenario like this. So extreme, extreme scenarios call for extreme measures, you know? Definitely. It is. It will require the birth of a star for this guy to change. Um, yeah, I believe, uh, I hope he does. Ivan then comes in saying, the fact that he's listening to this and being actively interacting with Adam gives me the hope he will learn and come back stronger with a flex, with a flex emoji. There you go, G. There's someone else other than me that hopes that you get it done. That's, that's good. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you. Kakashi comes in saying, yes, a cold cloud of gas collapsing on its own gravity. Yes. T says, got to head off, but thanks everyone for the legendary sesh. Thank you, T. Thank you for your super chat. Thank you for, uh, thank you for being so insightful and engaging in this interaction. Thank you. Nice. Matt comes in saying, now we know your lock password. Learn, oh, learn and connect. <laughs> it's not. That's a good one. That's a good one to have as a good lock password. Uh, Kakashi says, la, la, la. Ski says, this live stream is an all-time ultimate price of art. Maybe he means piece of art. But uh, Ski, can't, uh, can't thank you enough for that. That's super humbling. Thank you. Thank you. 
that feedback means more to me than anything else because it just confirms to me that this has not been a waste of time and that we have in fact engaged in useless, uh, useful activity. Yeah, I almost said the, the quote word for word. <laughs> That's a, one of my favorite Miyamoto Masashi 16th century quotes. One does not engage in useless activity. It seems that we have engaged in useful activity here. Kakashi comes in with three flames. Andy Power comes in saying, Sensei Adam, Sensei Adam, hope you're well. Your words of wisdom have been applicable to my life and I have faith this man will preserve, I think he means persevere, because the blessing here is the student surpasses the teacher with honor. Man, wouldn't that be so goddamn amazing if one day he surpasses me as a coach? That would be a fucking amazing. I hope so. I hope so. I hope you all do. I hope you all go, go on to do things in your lives. Uh that well eclipse anything that I do in my life. That's that's the that's the goals right there. Ski then comes in saying, "Peace, yeah, mate, yep." That's a great way to finish this session. Let's all just say, "Yeah, mate, yeah," to this guy. Let's all respect the journey. Let's all respect human beings in general. Let's all respect ourselves enough to uh, be a guy like this that actually came in let's not forget he was the one who sent me this story he didn't have to he didn't have to come in with this so to ivan's point there's some hope here there is some hope i think we've tapped on four hours now yeah we have so i thank you all who have been involved in the first live q a four hour session your feedback and your engagement in this session has been legendary. Right? That you guys have made this session what it is. I can't I could not have made this session as good as it is without your help. And let's just give let's let's all just let's all just send a little love, peace and joy to the guy who's been the focus of this session. Let's all just give him a little bit of our a little bit of our faith and hope that he does change who he is. Just just have a little thought for him tonight if you could. Thank you. And I thank you all. Johnny Nguyen coming and saying I appreciated your company. Kia dai and Jana. Absolutely. So as always, we'll wrap it up right here. I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. All the absolute best in your journeys. Much peace and much joy. Yeah. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget, that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one-on-one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast uh, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to, actually, I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way. It really just helps support the channel. And I always, uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of Q&A. 
I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you got a suggestion for a future social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here. And that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy.